Welcome to the Gym Lords Podcast, where we talk to real gym owners and share their stories, their trials, and what's working for them right now. To apply to be a guest on this podcast, click the link in the description. Hope you enjoy and subscribe. What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. Happy 4th of July, everybody, and a happy birthday to our special guest today. It is the one and only Harry Johnson with Always Get Better Fitness out of Memphis, Tennessee. Harry, what's going on today? Happy birthday, man. Happy 4th. How you feeling today? Uh, I appreciate it, brother. I'm feeling pretty good. Uh, I don't feel 36 yet, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure when I get back to the gym and get to working out, I feel it. But yeah. yeah. Heck yeah. I, I love it. I love it. Young in the heart, right? And you look young too, man. I got to give you that, man. You know, I, I, you got me there saying 36. I can't believe that. More like 26 over here, but. <laughs> hey, I, hey, I'm not, I don't, I don't know what the secret is. I guess I just keep moving. That's pretty much <laughs> That's it. it. Just keep moving. That's it. That's it. I love it, man. Look, and we're excited to have you on Harry. Seriously. And I, I mean, it was from the conversation we had before getting on air. I think it's gonna be a great episode, but look, before we dive into the nitty gritty of what you have going on with you and your gym, you know, first, why don't you tell us a little bit about how you describe the business to people, right? So if I came in and I'm like, hey, give me a rundown of the gym. Talk to me. What do you guys do here? What would that sound like for you? Uh, Man, we do everything. When I say everything, I mean everything. Uh, I'm, I'm a mixed martial artist, so I'm mixed up. I mix, I have, I have, I'm, I'm a diverse person. Uh, When I say diverse, I'm talking about all the way down to the core, from the people I hang with, to the way I work out, to what I eat, you know? So, like, it, you'll get a little bit of everything. They call it the melting pot, man. I call I call us a salad bar. Everybody, everybody stays the same. They have they, but they always have their own individual individuality, you know. And they all serve a purpose. So it's a little bit of everything going on. Totally, totally. I love that. And we'll start with the bare bones basics here, diving into the business. You know, Harry, how many members are you serving currently? Uh, I wanna, I wanna say maybe. Maybe 60 okay. to 70, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully yeah. that many people, you yeah. know. But <laughs> it, 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 it feels, I want to say it, it feels like about that many people. I probably yeah. see that many people a day. Yeah, that's know? awesome. That's great. That's that's a great number. And so, oh, go ahead. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there. Uh, no, that, that's, that, was it. that was it. Yeah. So, and I was going to ask here, so, you know, with, you know, how long you've been in business for and what you've done to have those 60 members, What's been the best method of finding those clients, right? How do you get them through the door? Uh, it could be better, but but being me, I could uh, I just I just talk to people. I just talk to people and pass out my business cards, and it's people that know me, they've been with me for years. They also uh tell people word of mouth. Uh, but like we we're about to start doing some marketing and stuff like that you know uh promoting advertising and things of that nature uh because of course we have to pay bills you know so we we have to get better with that but uh i just i just talk to people walk up to people and 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 conversate with people about health and fitness and the way we live and how we you know just everyday things and it always turned and they always turn into a, a customer and then a customer always turns into a friend uh, yeah. so that's kind of how i do it just just talk to people yeah Especially that's awesome just starting off you know just starting off that's all i got is word of mouth so that's what i use yeah i mean just being yourself i think that's the biggest thing right because at the end of the day they have to be comfortable with you and trust you so 
I think starting off in that direction is a great approach to do. And if you can master that, right, then once you get the marketing through the door, I'm sure it's just uh, smooth sailing from there, right? right. And at yeah. the end of the day, right, you're a fitness professional, not a professional marketer. It's okay right. that you don't know how to do the marketing stuff just yet. But obviously, being that you're learning, right, I think that's the biggest thing. It's oh, There's always room to learn, always room to improve. And if you can improve there and get to that point where you're a professional marketer as well and a professional fitness professional, I mean, come on. Oh, yeah. I get, when I get this, uh, these uh, reels on Instagram and, and Facebook and TikTok and stuff down, I'll be all right, be able to edit some videos and stuff like that, you know, because yeah. that's what I've really been doing. Uh, totally. As far as promoting mostly. No, that's awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. And so let me ask you this, Harry. If, if let's say you do the marketing and it goes really well and you get hundreds and hundreds of leads here. Hypothetically speaking, of course, I mean, how much higher can you go? You're at 60. What's that max to look like? Ooh. I don't know. I would I would definitely have to add some classes. Uh add some classes and, and definitely hire some people. Uh because uh I can't even I can't I won't even put a max on myself, but I want to say unlimited, but I want to be realistic and say maybe 200 people, you know, 200 people max. But if that's going, but if they, but if they coming and going, it can be, it could be unlimited. Yeah. You know, if I have a class and, and then they get their things and then they leave and then I have somebody else, a different class, then they get their things that, it could be unlimited like that, you know, like a, I want, like a, I guess conveyor belt type, type of thing, mm -hmm. you know, uh, bring them in and, and, and take them out, get, they, they come in, get their work and they leave. Uh, but being realistically, maybe 200. Okay. People. Yeah. And, but so in the kind of, I, I don't, I just want to lose my train of thought here. So, but how do you track that? Right. So somebody who's coming in and out, right. If they're canceling, part-time member right maybe they're not coming too consistently or you know how do you track the members coming in and out of the doors like you know i mean you say you're at 60 right so how do you track how long they've been with you how you know when they fall off their membership like how do you track those numbers of metrics i don't just i've i've become like i said when i say customers turn into friends they turn into friends you know that's kind of how i track them i learned their name and and and, I, and 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 i'm a big energy person uh, yeah. you, and like, you can walk, I, if I can be in there by myself and some, I can feel when someone walks in and I don't even have to know, I can be in our, in our little storage closet, getting something that I can feel when someone comes in and I can feel their energy. Like, I don't know, if, don't know if people think it's real, but it's, it's really real. Yeah. Energy uh, doesn't lie. Energy does not lie. Yeah. I can, I can, yeah. And I can actually feel it, you know? Uh, and I, track people's energy and I communicate with them. I, I'm a personal trainer, you know what I mean? So you have to become some kind of personal in their life. You know what I mean? I don't just, I don't just fix people physically or change them physically. I try to change their mentality. Too. I work on their mind too. And, and if I don't, if I, I'm not, not in just the gym and in like in, in life, because if you really look at the gym, it's life. Yeah. Life gets hard. 
you got to keep pushing. Same thing in the gym. You know, you get you get to a rep and you're tired of stopping it. I tell, I always tell my people, you get to a number that you get to and you get to burning and you want to stop. Do one more every time. That way you get better. You know what I mean? And that's the same way I do with my people. That's why I get. That's why that's that's one way I track my people. I become personal with them in some form of of the gym, you know, or in life, you know, I uh, like the people that's in my gym now, we are, I call them family. Yeah. You know, you because they've, been, they've been with me for so long and they've trusted me to help them change their bodies for so long. And when they trust me to do something, I'm going to do it, especially if they're paying me to do it. Yeah, of course. You know, so like, that's what I do. And I, I could name a few people uh, right off the right off the top of my head. Don't even have to think about it. these people have been doing me for two and three and five and six years, you know. And I'm only 36. And these people are older. Some of these people are older than me, you know. So, like, it's that's how I end up keeping up with a lot of my people. But, like, we also have to track them uh, with our and well, with personal, this with personal training, I do that. I write, I write my people down. I give them my number, uh, and we text and we call, and that way I know when people are coming in and coming out. And that's yeah. that that. But with kickboxing, we have a system, uh, and my wife runs the system, and she tracks everybody, and she is awesome at it. Nice, uh, nice. So like, that's how we kind of track of everything and like i said we just become a big family when you become family you have problems but when you become family you have more trust than just a customer 120 percent 120 percent i can't i I agree with you that's how we that's how we rocking things like we like you know being honest well i don't like that's the that's pretty much the only way we can go especially if you want to become prosperous in this world you have to be honest you give out the energy you want to receive back and that's what we do i agree a million percent and so i got two last questions for you harry my two favorite questions in itself right and so this first one is what's the bigger picture what are you trying to accomplish long term who i want i want to be remembered i don't just want to be uh um like a thought you know, I want people to know that I gave what I had. I can't, I can't take my knowledge. I can take my knowledge with me, but what would that do for anybody else? You know, so I'm gonna give it all away while I'm here. And uh, I, I believe that's why I haven't become rich yet. Because if I, if I was a billionaire, a millionaire, I would, I'd give it all away. I become poor because I give it all away. Because I like, I really like helping people. I want people to know that it's okay to help people without without looking for something in return. I want people to love people no matter what they look like, no matter how they no matter what they size, color, whatever. I want people to love people. And that's what I'm pushing in my gym. Of course, I want to lead the pack for my people and uh, preserve, show our people how to preserve themselves and how to become healthy and things like that. But I'm here 
for everybody. You know, I want to show my people, I want my stuff, what, what, what I have, I want it to be accessible for everybody, but I want my people to come use it as much as they would do uh, anything else. You know, I want them to be healthy, just I want them to be healthy like me. You know, I always, I always try to, you know, I always make fun of like the zombie apocalypse and I want to be like, hey, I, I, I want, you should be able to be healthy and in shape just in case the zombie apocalypse come, you know, you never know. <laughs> you know, you yeah. might have to run, you know, if you haven't seen Zombieland, it, it's, a, it's a rule, cardio. You know, so like, I like to, you know, just try to show people how to love people again, because a lot, a lot of times that's, that's what everybody needs in, in that, in, 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 in times like right now, that's what we need. And I pass out a lot of love, you know, and I, and I, and right before I, right before I do any kind of crazy workout, I tell them, I love y'all, you know, I love you guys. I promise I do, you know, but then we get to the work, you know? So it's like, I'm a tough love kind of person, but I have a soft heart, you know? Love Cause that. I like, you know, I like the, I like the, I, I, I like the peace and quiet, but I am a skilled, I'm, I'm very skilled at violent, you know what I mean? So like, I'm, I'm a serene type of person. They serve each other well. Yeah. Right. That's awesome, man. No, that's, that's awesome. That is awesome, brother. I, I, I can't even highlight that enough. I think you have such a great mindset there. And I love the bigger picture, right? Leaving that legacy. I think that's super important, right? Because I mean, no matter what, I mean, you know, I mean, don't get me wrong. I've heard people say the total opposite. where like, oh, I won't leave a legacy because it's impossible. A thousand years down the road, no one's gonna remember me. But like, I mean, look at guys like Isaac Newton, right? Alexander the Great. We're talking centuries, you know, years. years. You know, Magellan, Christopher Columbus, you know, but and realistically, yeah, they they founded major, major points of our world. Sure. But just like you put an impact on this world, I mean, sure. Like a guy like Elon Musk, I'm sure he'll put an impact for hundreds and hundreds of years. Right? Already. So, Everybody knows you know? Elon Musk. Everyone knows him already. So, this guy just appeared. So Exactly. Exactly. So if one human can do it, I'm sure we're all capable. I, I I truly, truly believe that we're all capable of doing so. No one wants to be complacent, right? Nobody wants yeah. to be mediocre. Nobody. Yeah, it's yeah. just, it's you stoop down to that level of comfort sometimes and you forget why you're here. Yeah. Sure. But nobody wants to be the bare bones basics. Nobody mm -hmm. wants to be the bottom bare barrel. Yeah. So I love that. I love that. And one last question for you, Harry, before we sign out here, you know, my favorite question, and I know you haven't been in business, you know, over a year yet, but so curious to see what you're going to say here. So, Harry, if you could go back in time to when you first started your gym, sit yourself down and give yourself that one piece of advice that you think you really needed to hear when you first started, what would that advice be for you? I've heard, I've heard so many. Uh, and it was it was the drive that it gave me that 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 made me keep pushing for my gym. 
I can't, I'm not going to even say marriage. I'm going to say our gym because it, 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 my wife and, and so many other people that come to the gym, it was this one. It was a negative. It was a negative one. And I use this one because it still drives me to this day. I didn't say it. It was someone that said it to me. Uh, it hurt my feelings because I thought this guy was really cool. You know, I thought this guy was, was down with me. Uh, he told me, because uh, I went to him and I asked him, I was trying to ask him to help me. You know, I asked for help opening the gym. I didn't ask for any money or any equipment or nothing. I asked to join in with him, you know, how much it would be to join in with him, you know. Uh, and I told him where I wanted the gym. Uh, I can remember that. I now mean, remember this conversation just like it was yesterday. And uh, he told me when I told him where I wanted it, he told me it won't work. It it won't work in their neighborhood. And when he told me it won't work, I went into a whole detail, man, of like why it would work, you know, because. Like I said, I, I think I've said this. I think I might, I don't know, I, I don't know. But, uh, you know, I was traveling outside of my neighborhood to to work for him, you know, and teach for him and getting harassed daily, drive, just driving to work, you know, from the police, you know, just driving, just driving, you know. And I expressed that to him why a lot of, us people of color didn't come to his gym and I guess they didn't you know I they I I'm, I'm not gonna say they didn't care but who knows uh you know so and I told him I wanted to put one close to my neighborhood and let me run it you know and I expressed to him I was like man why wouldn't it work if someone look that looks like them owns a gym and, and does the classes the same exact way that I do them out here, you know, why wouldn't it work? You know, if they see someone that looks exactly like them own something or own a piece of something like this, why wouldn't they come in? You feel what I mean? Sure. Why wouldn't they sure. check it out? You know, and the way I run my classes, my kickboxing classes, if you walk past my gym, you think it's a club, but there's no liquor anywhere. Everyone is sweating, and we're all drinking water. And <laughs> oh, my God. So, I love it. And I'm, and I'm so serious. And that's, how, and that's how it is, man. And, like, if I had that vibe, the same vibe I brought out there and brought it to my home around my community, why wouldn't it work? Why wouldn't the only way it wouldn't work is if they didn't help me market and promote and do all those things that it takes to get the people in there. You know, I'm all, it, the one thing, one thing me being the part owner or manager or whatever over it is going to get people there, yeah. you know, because they already wanted me to do this. You know, they've been asking me for years, hey man, when you gonna open up a gym down here? And I asked them, why won't they come? to where I was working and they told me, you know, the same reason is I get stopped. They just get stopped just going to the gym. 
just going to get better. Oh, yeah. you know, and that was one of my main. That's one of my main reasons of doing what I do to be able to make people comfortable, just to come to the damn gym. Excuse my friend, just to come to the gym, man. You know, people want to get better. People don't want to have to have that on their mind coming to the gym working yeah. on that. That's a that is peace for a lot of people. Hitting those bags, you know, hitting those bags have could have probably saved some people from getting beat up, you know. So like, that's what I that's what I do. I try to provide a safe space for everybody. Uh, I love a, that. a a peaceful place for everybody to to come and and gather, just like church. You want to talk about it? You don't have to talk about it. You know, it, it's up to you. You can put it on that bag and leave it on that bag. You know, I've, I've had I've had days where I've walked in and I've felt just just it, it just felt like I stepped I walked in the gym and stepped in some mud, just walking through mud because everybody's energy was just crazy. And and I had to stop class. And literally. Yeah, literally the whole class. It was like, hey, you know, I don't know what's going on up in here. I don't know what's going on up in here, but I can feel it. I don't know who it is or whatever it is, or if it's everybody. Put it on the bag, leave it on the bag, and be better when you leave out of here. And after that, it was like I lit sage in there, and the energy just flipped off when I opened the doors. You know, because that's I think that's what it was. I opened the doors, and it's wow. like all the negative energy just left out. I don't know what it was after I stayed there, but like, you know, I just try to provide healthy, safe space for everybody to be themselves. Yeah. And get, and get better in the process. That's I love it. I love it. Harry, that's a mic drop of an answer. If I could drop this mic right now, I definitely would, but this thing is attached over here, but way to close it out here, Harry, man. Look, uh, it's a good place to wrap things up on this episode. But before we sign out, you know, please shout out your Instagram, your Facebook, your website, anything you have. Where can people find out more about you and the gym? Uh, man, I'm Harry. This is Harry Johnson. Instagram, Harry underscore WC, lowercase WC underscore Johnson. Always get better fitness. You can type in AGB and it's going to pop up. Uh, Harry Johnson on Facebook. And always get better on Facebook. Y'all better come see us. We out here. We out there, here. There we go. Memphis. We ain't playing. <laughs> always get better. Y'all see it on the operator, baby. There we go. There we go. Look, Harry, we absolutely appreciate your time and contribution to the podcast. And look forward to seeing what you can accomplish down the road. And to everyone who tuned in today, we appreciate you as well. Don't forget, if you want to be notified about future episodes, hit that like and subscribe button. And if you want to come in and join us, talk about your fitness business, click the link in the description, fill it out, and our team will be in touch with you very, very soon. Harry, did you want to say something before we sign out? That's it. That's it. And as always, till next time, Jim Lords out. Thank you for listening to this interview, but don't go anywhere. We still have two more incredible interviews coming right up inside this episode. But if you're a gym owner that's looking to get more clients, keep them longer, and make more money, head to the link in the description of this podcast and schedule a free leave your credit card at home consultation with one of our business consultants. 
You see, here at Gym Launch, we've helped over 4,000 gym owners across the world increase their sales, take home more money, and build the business of their dreams. And it simply starts with a phone call. Click on the link in the description of this podcast to schedule your call today. Now, let's head into the next interview. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I will be your host today. My name is Joe Fitzgerald, and joining us on the show is Mr. Casey Adams of Fit Life, coming to you from Lufkin, Texas. Casey, what's going on, man? How are you? Man, I am blessed by the best, brother. Just rocking and rolling here in Lufkin, Texas. I love it. I'm excited to, to have you here, Casey. I'm excited to pick your brain on this because there's a couple of different aspects to the business there that are somewhat unique and, and not all gyms sort of follow suit like this. But before we get into the business and the nitty gritty and strategy and tactics and all of that, why don't you tell us a little bit, first and foremost, what is FitLife? How do you describe this business in general? Man, so if I was to describe FitLife, I would just, it's, it's kind of crazy because I have to do it in two parts because, you okay. know, on, on the right-hand door, you've got, so we got two doors. Uh, on the right door is our 24-7 gym. So we are, not, uh, our big thing is we're no contracts, man. I don't really think that you should have to sign a contract. You know, if you move to Tibet, then move to Tibet, just cancel your membership. Um and uh, so we're 24-7 gym, and we also offer uh, classes and then personal training. So our classes, I try to alleviate any excuse for someone that's like, well, I, I can't make it today because of this, this, this. So we have classes all throughout the day that's geared to kind of just like, hey, okay, you missed the 5 a.m. class. That's cool. You can come to the 6 a.m. if your alarm didn't go off. Oh, man, you couldn't make it to 6. Well, don't worry. You can come to the 8. Oh, you can't come to 8. You can come to noon. Can't come to noon. You can come to 520. Once they've said, okay, I can't come to that, 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 it lets me know that, hey, they're not coming today. Uh, but we also post a workout of the day that kind of follows suit with all the classes. So that way, members of our our uh, members of our classes are able to come and do the workout by themselves. So every nice. member that signs up for unlimited classes also gets a 24 seven gym membership as well, because our goal is for them to, you know, be successful and to get the results in order to do that. You got to be here. And uh, we also will post the workouts online as well. So that way they can do it at home too. Cause we, you know, our goal is to improve lives through fitness. That's our mantra. That's not just a slogan. It's, it's our goal. And uh, so we, we do all of that. Then we also offer our personal training for anyone that really doesn't do the whole group five and needs a little more assistance or a little more catering to their, you know, what they need. We've got, uh, I've trained as young as six, all the way up to 80. My oldest client is 80, just turned 83 a couple months ago. Wow. Uh, and he's awesome, dude. He's more hip than me and you both. Uh, so, and then on the other side of fit life, we have the left-hand door, which is our ninja gym. So we do birthday parties, team building, um, all out nerf battles, um, we, it's not just for kids. We've done uh, a bachelor party in there. I've had my 30, uh, 33rd birthday party in the Ninja gym. Uh, I mean, there's nothing more youthful than shooting a Nerf gun at your best friend. It's, it's, right. it's a lot of fun, man. And so that's yeah. kind of what sets us apart is the fact that we have two different, you know, buildings. It's all in one, but it's just two different sides to the building that. And then we also, uh, our members, once you join, you become a member of the fit fam. And so we're more of a family here at the gym. And I think that's another thing that kind of sets us apart from, you know, your big global gyms and all that. Sure. And so sort of, as you described it, two different paths that people go, but plenty of usage on both ends here. Oh, now. For sure. 
important to note that you guys have been doing this for a little while. And so theory suggests that you guys have lived through and operated this business through kind of a crazy time in our industry the past couple of years. How do, how do your membership numbers now compare to 2019 or, or early 2020? So early 2020, we were actually struggling a little bit even before COVID happened. And then of course, once COVID happened, luckily we were able to sustain a lot of our members and actually grow our business through some of the, you know, utilizing Facebook and Instagram and stuff like that by posting workouts constantly. And then another thing that I did during 2020 was uh, like right after COVID did hit, um, was I decided to do this thing for kids because I'm known for working with kids, especially with the Ninja Gym and everything like that. Um, so I did a uh, basically like a PE class at home for the kids. So me and my wife would do it with our two youngest kids. So we would just do these little workouts. They were as fun as we could possibly make them. And like we would have up to at one time we had 300, sometimes 3000, like for one that we did, but that was from somebody else that made it popular for that day. But we just a lot of viewers and I, I would see kids in the supermarket like a couple months, like after everything started opening back up, but Hey, there's coach Casey. I'm like, I've never seen this kid. And like, their parents would be like, Hey, he's worked out with you like a hundred times this year. Famous guy. Yeah, dude, big time. And, uh, and then, so from that, not only did we do that, which was honestly, that was great marketing. It was also a lot of fun and it kept my kids active, which, I mean, I don't know if you have kids or not, but that the, the more you can wear them out, the better your life is, um, to sure. a certain extent. Uh, and then also what we did is I did this, it's called the workout in the park. And so, uh, luckily our park director here at, uh, for, uh, the Angelina County parks director, uh, was about to, he was on his way out and I was like, Hey, um, is, would it be okay if we did like this sign, I'm going to pay for the sign and I'll put everything up and I'll do the workout, everything like that. So we put up a workout for at the park for people to do. And he normally there would be about 26 hoops to jump through before you could do anything with the city like that. He just said, yeah, sure, do it. I was like, are you sure? He's like, yeah, do it. And I was like, so what color do you want? I don't know. Hey, whatever color you want to do, man. Uh, what kind of sign does it need? I don't know. Whatever sign you want to do. I was like, is there any specifications or anything? He's like, no, nah, just do any sign you want. I was like, okay. And later on, I found out that was like his last week working. So he didn't care what I did, but it was all of the city. It was just one of those things that it couldn't have worked out any better. And so with that, uh, we got the publicity of having that sign there. And then also we did a couple interviews for, I mean, that's free publicity also with the paper and with a, a couple of our local news services. Yeah. And, it, and it got shared a lot too. It was, that was pretty cool. And it just, one of those things that just kind of fell into place. So during that whole stride, that's how we were able to retain people during 2020. And then after that, we were blessed and able to grow. I don't know how, and you know, it's, it sucks that a lot of businesses have shut down after, you know, all going through all that. Right. Um, once again, I think it's just our the family atmosphere that we have. And once we expanded to the new building that we were able to house as many people as we do now, it it's uh, we've we've doubled in size. Yeah. Do you guys have room for growth to even go beyond where you are now? Man, the the room is there. I don't know how, but we're gonna we're gonna make it work. I I would love a bit. I never thought I would say this, and even though we're only a little over a year into this new facility. We, we need a bigger facility already, which is uh, uh, the best problem you could possibly have. Still a problem, but just that's it's a good problem to have. Yeah, good problems for sure. And, and you mentioned, Casey, a number of ways that you were able to generate some PR and, and some 
marketing, if you will, in a free sense through the pandemic. Have you guys invested any money into advertising in, in capacity since then? So mainly through Facebook marketing that, and then we do our, so we're members of our chamber here in Lufkin. Uh, and then, so we invest through that. And then uh, just through don't, like I said, like uh, I was kind of telling you that pre pregame there about uh, all the uh, fundraisers that we do that also. Uh, so we do end up spending a lot of money doing those events, but it's, it's great marketing. And I, it's not just for the marketing reason why we're doing it, but it doesn't hurt that it also, you know, that it does generate a lot of uh, great publicity for us as well. Um, we actually put on the very first uh, triathlon here in Lufkin, Texas, uh, and it went. All the proceeds went to a local charity here, uh, the Men's Fieldhouse that houses and helps uh, give guys a like a hand up, basically, and like they teach them all these job skills and stuff. It's these people that would never get a chance in the normal world. When um, we raised, I think, eight grand for them, but in order to do that, that cost us quite a bit of money as well. But sure, sure, like sure. I said, it was the publicity was, it was awesome. And it was, okay. it was a cool, you know, it was a cool feeling just to be able to do that. Um, and so marketing wise, our, we are mostly word of mouth, which is super cool. And then we do Facebook ads and stuff like that, your typical Facebook marketing, but we don't really have a, you know, your traditional marketing budget, which we, we love to, but it's just, we, we haven't really set one. Yeah. Well, I think it's, it's interesting because out of the, the strategies that you just listed, at least the charity route, is it effective? Absolutely. Right. To your point, we were able to double. Clearly it's working. <laughs> the challenge is it's difficult to measure. You know, you can't yeah. necessarily say this person came because of this or this or this a little bit more. So at least with the digital side of things, you can say, Hey, we spent this much money and signed up these many people and, and made this much money. Um, and so do you think that's something that you will lean into more in the future? Um, every time that we have an event coming up or if we're, if we're really trying to push for new members that month, we definitely do hit the, uh, the digital marketing as much as possible. We, um, so we'll have little meetings and we just kind of want to gauge where we're at and where we want to be at and steps to, to kind of, Hey, this is one thing we could do. We could do this. We could do that. Well, uh, one thing we do as far as retention wise, which is another thing we like to pull like. Uh, really market out there is we have like themed workouts for our community workouts. Uh, like we'll do eighties day. We'll do uh, ah, okay. for Valentine's day. We do guns and roses, which is just biceps and triceps. And we listen to guns and roses yeah. uh, we make everybody, we don't make them, but we say, Hey, everybody wear their, you know, your bandana or dress as much as you want. Like, you yeah. know, hit, hit your nineties look up. Um, we've done like crazy sock day, uh, the eighties days is the most fun just fun because stuff. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's so easy just to get super eighties out and everybody has a eighties gear that they didn't even realize. Like, oh, I guess I do have an eighties outfit. Sure. Um, and then so we're, we're generating interest in a number of different ways, Casey, I want to sort of move the conversation along and pick your brain on what the sales process looks like, because obviously interest is great, but at some point we need these people to transition into paying customers, right? Yes. Yeah. This is yes. what really moves the needle on the business. So if somebody reaches out to you with interest in joining the gym, what happens? What's the process like for them to actually get signed up? So normally people will reach out through Facebook and or Instagram that will get a message. We also have our website and they'll get an email. The emails really aren't as many as we do like the Facebook follow-ups is with people. 
I try to have my phone, which is sad, but I have my phone ready at all times if somebody messages. As soon as that pops up, I try to answer within the next 30 minutes to 40 minutes because that could be the difference in them finding, oh, this person answered before you. I'm going to check their gym out first. Um, I want them to come in, take a look at the gym. We offer the first classes free or the first workouts free. I'm kind of like a crack dealer, man. The first hit's always free. They'll be back. They'll be back. Um, from there, I'll ask them what they're, you know, as far as their workout, what they're looking for, uh, like time-wise. Are, look, uh, are you looking for classes? Are you looking for a regular gym? I give them prices of both, kind of give them what we offer. From there, it's a matter of my, my biggest thing is getting them in the door because I want them to come see the facility, see what it looks like, meet me, meet my wife, meet some of the other clients we have because they're all – great people and once you're in here in this atmosphere you really kind of go wow this is i think this could be my gym um we also have a kids room in the back so that way if that that that's a lot of people's concerns is where where are my kids going to go i still want to work out i want my kids to be in a safe spot so we have a kids room available and then from there the biggest question once they get here is what is a ninja gym and i i love answering that one but it's we also have walk-in people that are hey what is a ninja gym and so that that's kind of a kind of a big thing that they see and go I gotta go I gotta come look at this so that does help too but from for the most part it's a matter of me responding quickly sorry me responding quickly and then getting them in the door and once they're in here they're either going to love it or hate it regardless no matter what I no matter what I say or do if they see the facility and they know oh man this doesn't have what I like uh, you know I'm a meathead I want to meathead out no offense to meatheads they're great but love you guys. I was one at one time. And, uh, but my gym's not really a meathead gym, even though I've got up to 110 dumbbells and I've got uh, free weights, we've got free squat, free bench. Still, we don't have a couple of the other things that they want to, that they might be looking for. I'm not playing Godsmack all day, so they may not, they may not like it. No offense to Godsmack lovers. Uh, but uh, to each their own. Yeah, dude. I, hey, every it's got its place in everybody's, you know, and that's why there's so many gyms out there. There's a gym's gonna be a home to you, and everybody's different. There's a lot of people that have five different gyms because they just love to work out, and depends on which one's closest to them at the moment and what serves their need for that day. Like, uh, we have quite a bit of different leg machines, so a lot of people are like, oh yeah, 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 this is my leg. This is where I go for legs, you know. And they they might be more chest stuff down the street in another gym, and that's cool. That that's cool. And so most of the new signups are routing through your phone and eventually through you. Is that right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Through me or my wife or who that, and then through the word of mouth thing that, that that's what gets us the, the furthest I feel like is word of mouth. Yep. Okay. And, and so people are signing up. You mentioned we're, we're focused on retention as well. I think inevitably in a model like this when you say yeah we're getting to the point where we're thinking about a bigger location or, or needing more space the the conversation shifts a little bit or, or the attention shifts a little bit to okay maybe we're not focused as much on on signing up general members maybe we're going to turn our attention to personal training or group training and trying yeah. to ascend some of these people how have you found success in in getting people towards those types of things um, one thing we've, we've done, we have three different programs, a 20 day fit fix, a 40 day fit fix. And then my wife does a fit chick program and they all rhyme for some reason, a uh, fit chick program, which is her, like she does a four week program. So basically a month long program where she sells so many sessions. Uh, I think it's 
four sessions a week. It comes with the dietary information. It comes with uh, journaling every uh, all their food. It comes with journals and all that that we've had made. And then she takes a lot, you know, they have that big commitment up front. So they pay for all of those sessions for the 20 days, uh, or, or I guess 30 days, whatever it is that they, it's her program. Uh, it's, she had a pretty good success rate with it. She's only ran it once, but the first, which was, she was preparing for a, uh, a, a trip out of town. So she was really wanting to, you know, boost some income for herself. I was like, do it. I mean, the worst case scenario is nobody signs up and we're right where Plenty we are. ways to make money in this industry. That's <laughs> yes. the interesting part. And then the 40 day fit fix is our program. Same thing. It's 40 days and we get people to sign up for the 40 days. And with that, they get access to a closed Facebook group. They get access to all these menu items. We teach them what to eat, when to eat, why they're eating it. And then it also comes with the 40 days of workouts as well, which we post every day. But with that, they get access to the gym for that 40 days. They get a code that gets them in the door for that 40 days that we deactivate. The goal is for them to sign up after the 40 days, which we have a we have a 60% rate of people that have, that are joining that aren't members that join that are like, Hey, we love, you know, the, the 40% rate that doesn't stay are the 40% that doesn't follow through. They're not eating right. They're not doing the workouts. They're not showing up every day. And, you know, just as much as I do, if you're not showing up and not eating right, then there's, I mean, you're, you know, you're just giving away money and I'll take your money, but I would rather you get the results because then you're my walking billboards. And that goes back to that word of mouth thing. Yep. And, And so the front end piece with these challenges has been successful. Talk to me a little bit about looking into the future, Casey, because I think, I mean, our whole conversation so far has been operating a business and, and growing sort of piece by piece. As you look forward now, next 12 months, for example, what are you looking to accomplish with this business? What's sort of the big target on the hit list? Man, I would love to franchise not i mean franchise is a crazy word to say but i would love to expand to other towns i mean i feel like if we had a, so nacogdoches is 20 miles away from us it's a college town there's only one good gym there uh other than the college facility and a lot of the people don't want to work out on campus they want to leave campus or there's the adults that don't have access to the on-campus location um i, I want to be in nacogdoches and then from there the sky's the limit as far as how far can we grow um, and I don't know what that looks like. I, I would really like to tell you that I've got this, 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 and this set up for it, but I can't, I would be lying to you and telling you that I really don't know what, how to, especially with the economy as it is right now, it's a scary thought, even just saying it out loud, oh, yeah. it's a scary thought. Um, but the ideally, and that might not be this year, that might be a three-year goal, but I don't see why it's not possible for us to be in other towns. Yeah. I think that's, it's tremendously exciting and and we'll cross that bridge when we get there is sort of what it sounds like, but having that and and being as clear as possible on it allows us to work backwards and make probably better decisions today, right? And figure out how we can actually move towards that. I think that's a pretty good place for us to start to wrap this whole thing up, Casey, because I think we can't get more hypothetical than hopefully more locations at some point in the future, but- Yes. Before we before we wrap up entirely and, and sign out of here, I want to give you the chance to tell people where they can learn a little bit more about this. Is there a website? Is there social media? Where can people find you? 
Yeah. So our, our website is fitlifelufkin.com. So F-I-T-T-L-I-F-E lufkin.com. Uh, we two T's because you can't have enough T's, bro. Uh, and then, so our Facebook location is uh, Fit Life Lufkin as well at Facebook. And then our uh, Instagram is fit underscore life. There might be another simple and easy. <laughs> there might be another underscore in there, but if you go to our Facebook, you'll find it. Um, and then from there, our website really tells a lot about our, our story. It tells a lot about why we do what we do sure. and our goal for, you know, for our clients. And, and yeah. really not only are they our clients, they're our family at that point. Once again, once they, once they're members of our gym, they're members of our fit fam forever. And, uh, even because most people, and I love this too, most of the people that do, as far as our retention goes, most people that do leave is because they're moving towns, they're uh, financially, things aren't working out for them anymore. And then uh, there's, very, we've had a few that just didn't, work, didn't like the gym and that's fine too. That's, you know, but luckily those are few and far between. And the ones that didn't like the gym, I was really okay that they didn't like the gym. Yeah, <laughs> it's perfectly okay for us to fire clients as well. Yes, 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 yes. And, and so to the people listening today, connect with Casey, connect with FitLife on all of those platforms that he just mentioned. I really appreciate your time, man. I, I appreciate any sort of business owner willing to give an insider look to everyone on what it is that they're working on. And at the same time, acknowledge the things that they still have on their opportunities and, and checklists. So I can't thank you enough for your time. I appreciate, hey, I appreciate everything you. that you're doing and, and we wish you nothing but the best. I appreciate you, man. I'll, I'll end with this. Uh, gym owning is not easy. So uh, <laughs> not all sunshine that, and rainbows. That's for no, sure. Everybody that owns a gym probably already knows this. And people that are like, I want to own my own gym. You don't. You don't. Yeah. <laughs> but no, yeah. it, it's also a lot of fun because you get to change people's lives. But you're also the guy that has to clean the toilets, mop the floors, clean the equipment, move <laughs> CEO the equipment. and head janitor. That's it, brother. As far as my location goes, I am all of those things. Uh, and then also, we actually just moved in five new pieces of equipment last night. I got a stupid good deal on them. I couldn't refuse. But I had to, they don't make lightweight gym equipment. It's Everything's stupid heavy. And everything is heavy. That's the problem. Yeah. Yeah, I was telling my guy as we were moving everything, I was like, dude, we should just make this the workout for tomorrow morning. Like, all right, you move this piece and then I'll move this piece and then we're done. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, so it's, uh, but I, I do appreciate everything that you do as well, man. Uh, yeah. You know, it's, it's great to have insight out there. For sure. And so thank you, my man, to everyone who tuned in today. Thank you as well. Don't forget, if you would like to be notified about future episodes, hit like and subscribe. If you're interested in joining us to talk about your business model within the fitness industry, click the link in the description, fill it out. Our team will be in touch with you soon. And as always, until next time, Jim Lords out. Thank you for listening to the podcast so far. Don't go anywhere. We still have another episode coming right up right after this word from one of our sponsors. The Gym Lords podcast is sponsored by Prestige Labs. Prestige Labs is the first and only nutritional supplements company built by gym owners for gym owners. Prestige Labs solves the problem that all gyms have experienced, the broken inventory model, low commissions, and even lower quality products. Prestige Labs provides 100% drop shipping, zero inventory, PhD formulated high quality supplements for you and your clients. The goal is simple, cover 100% of your rent while never sacrificing your integrity. To learn more, or to become an affiliate of Prestige Labs for free, apply at affiliate.prestigelabs.com. That's affiliate.prestigelabs.com. 
Double your client results, double your income. You can head to affiliate.prestigelabs.com to become an affiliate for free. Now stick around for the rest of this episode. Use coupon code GYMLORDS on prestigelabs.com for 20% off all future supplement orders. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords podcast. I'll be your host today. My name is Brooke. Joining me on the show is Joe from Covington Athletic Club out of Covington, Louisiana. Welcome to the show, Joe. How are you today? Good. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm excited to have you here. Excited to learn more about what you do at your fitness facility. But before we really dive into that, why did you become a gym owner? Um... Well, I was uh, in law enforcement for about 20 years as a police officer in New Orleans and also a sheriff, uh, local sheriff's office after I left NFPD. Um, and honestly, I just uh, I got to the point where I was just getting fed up with it. Um, and I was looking for something else. I mean, I've always been involved in, in, in the gym. I've been training since I was uh, like 10 years old. I started working out with my dad, I think. And I'm pretty much, you know, training's been a part of my life. Um, and at one point I attempted to open a gym years ago. I had opened a CrossFit facility. It was actually the first CrossFit facility in Louisiana. It was in Slidell in 2008. It was uh, called CrossFit SLA. Um, I was open for about nine months or so. And it was just a little rough because, uh, the area I chose to open it in was, this was about, you know, we had been hit by Katrina in 2005. So the areas were still kind of scarce as far as where people were living and stuff like that. So um, the area that I chose to open it in wasn't probably the best spot. It wasn't very well known at the time. So after about nine months, I ended up closing it down. I was still in the police department, so I just returned to full-time work there. And uh, then, um, like I said, through the years, I stayed in law enforcement, eventually, you know, had enough with the way things were going and um, we had new leadership in the department and all that it wasn't working out so I started looking for something else and a buddy of mine was a business broker and he I was, he actually was getting me to come work for him so I went to sit down with him to talk about going to work as a business broker and um, I had no idea what a business broker did I'm just like I need something else I need to get out of this department at the time so after about 10, 15 minutes of talking with him, he's like, man, he's like, you don't want to be a business broker. He's like, you're not a business broker. He's like, you're not a schmoozer. You're not a salesman. <laughs> he's like, he's like, you need to open a gym. He's like, you need to buy a gym. He's like, that's what you need to do. He's like, I've known you for years. He's like, that's what you need to do. So I'm like, well, great. You know, where am I going to get the money to buy a gym? And he's like, man, he's like, I work, you know, he's like, we can get you the loan. Don't worry. But he's like, he's had a, a, a gym for sale in New Orleans that I was originally starting to buy. And it was a franchise, so thank God I didn't go through with it. But that, um, we poured into that. We worked on that for the next few months and then, or a few weeks, I'm sorry. And then about two weeks before closing on the deal, it just all fell to crap. Like the, the current owner was not being upfront about some things. And we discovered some, some hidden numbers and some things that weren't on the up and up. So I was like, nah, I'm, I'm out. I'm done with that. Thankfully, that was, you know, definitely a god guiding my path in the right direction so he also had another place over here in covington and i was like i don't want to move to the we call it the north shore because it's new orleans is on the south shore of the lake and covington on the north shore and the north shore is you know that's it's familyville it's where you move when you're married you have kids and you, you go to the north shore so at the time i was still single and i was 
living in New Orleans, and I said, I don't really want to move to the North Shore, but came over here to check it out. The gym was not very much to speak of, but I, I saw the area, I saw the people, and I saw a lot of potential in it. So right. I went for it, and um, you know, from day one, I hit the ground running, and when I, like I said, when I bought the place, it was like white walls, you know, no music, um, really geared more towards the, the insurance crowd, the silver sneakers programs and things like that. Um, so one of the first things I did was I came in here and I just, you know, after the act of sale, I drove here and I, I, I put some, you know, good music on the radio, cranked it up and uh, we started painting the place and rearranging to where the equipment was actually made sense where it was <laughs> instead of right. just sporadically thrown out. And um, yeah, just went with that, you know, just I, the, the, I left the classroom alone because they still had a lot of seniors here that were doing silver sneakers classes and I had about eight instructors that were already that were, pay, that were working here. So I kept mm -hmm. that going for about six months. And in the meantime, we took the weight room and completely transformed it. I mean, we painted the place red. We hung up a bunch of old school, you know, Lou Ferrigno, Frank Zane pictures. There's a lot of old school, you know, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s bodybuilding, nice. powerlifting kind of memorabilia, just to kind of bring that old school, hardcore, just, I, they had rubber coated plates in here. I got rid of all those and went and bought some old steel plates so we could hear the clanking of the metal and um, just transformed it into like a, into a, a real gym. And then um, it was great. I just wanted to build a place that I wanted to train at and that I figured like-minded people would gravitate to. And to give people an outlet, because I know like all the gyms I trained at in New Orleans, there was one place I found before I moved that I really liked, but prior to that, I wasn't really comfortable with most of the gyms. They were just really the, the, the polished, you know, right. a big massive cardio section and a little bitty weight room shoved in the corner, stuff like that. So I, I just wanted a place where people that wanted to train you know, in the old school fashion and had that mentality could train. And um, I found that it was, it's, it was much, much needed in the area because a lot of people gravitated to it quickly. For sure. So I want to ask you, like Covington Athletic Club, like as it stands right now, um, tell us you know, what services you have to offer. If somebody came in the front door of your facility, like what can you offer them? Really, we um, I mean, I have a couple members here that uh, do do training. They're not they don't really work for the gym, but they're um, they are competitive bodybuilders and very successful. So they do take on some clients here and there and I do allow them. To train people in here uh most of the people they train are members already so it's really not a problem um other than that it's pretty much kind of you're on your own in here i mean it's it's uh we have a lot of um equipment that a lot of gyms don't have i have some custom made stuff i have some you know old school you know like old school pullover models pullover type machines yeah. um i got a uh, you know i got like eight places to squat i got you know tons i, I got it's not a very big place i got about six thousand square feet but we got a lot of equipment in here. We got it arranged very well. And, um, you know, we have a full bodybuilding area. We have a cardio area. We've got a full powerlifting area with competition platforms, competition bench, deadlift platforms. So it's, it's just a lifter's gym. I mean, we don't have a, you know, we don't walk around with uh, frozen eucalyptus towels. We don't have a juice bar and a spa or any of that stuff. It's just, yeah, you know, I don't in, think that you know, that's like, <laughs> I don't think that that's necessary in most cases. No, no. Um, you can be kind of more of your kind of walk in, do your own thing, yeah, um, get a good workout and go home. 
But I do want to ask, like you said, you have a few people that train clients in your gym. Uh-huh. Uh, like you're not making money from that other than like the person's membership, right? Right. And I mean, they have um, like one guy, he pays, he actually pays for a, a double membership, like a couple's membership, uh-huh. just because he is going to be bringing people in. So I'm okay. fine with that. And if they do bring in um, non-members, I have a $10 guest fee. So they pay the ten dollar guest fee, or you know. So it's I'm not charging. The, the few times in the past we actually had to, we actually attempted to hire a trainer, and we worked out a percentage type basis or a rent type situation or something like that. It always got screwed. It was just always problematic. So the the people that I have here I only really have like two people, a male and a female that train clients here. They're um they've been members here a long time. They're friends of mine. Um, we kind of just have a, a an understanding. Yeah. And um, we go with that. That's the easiest way for me to do it. Because anytime I've tried to hire someone, like I run this place completely by myself. Um, anytime I've tried to hire someone or have someone work for me, uh, it's usually been problematic in some way, shape, or form. So I think yeah, the, so the place right, kind of runs itself. Yeah. So right now you're really like giving them a hack of a deal. Like that's really unheard of for gyms to just like let people train clients in their gym for no cost. So. Yeah. Um, you're really doing them a favor, but at the same time, like personal training is something in this kind of particular model where we're 24 seven clients are doing their own thing. We don't have any classes. It is something that can be beneficial for us business wise. And so it sounds like you've tried it in the past. It was problematic. Why do you feel like that is? Just, um, because I'm, I'm obviously have this gym to make a living. I mean, I have to I have a wife and a, and a baby, so I've, I've got to make money. But, I mean, money doesn't really motivate me to do anything. Um, I, this gym in, in the, the, you know, I, I bought it in December 2018. Originally, it was a gym. It was a different type of place. It was something that the area didn't have. It was a different atmosphere, different environment, and people gravitated to it. Once things started going a little, you know, screwy with the whole uh, political mess in the country and the COVID nonsense and all that, um, the place really took on kind of a different, um, I don't want to say different role, but it took on a different meaning, I think, to a lot of people because I'm not, I I don't hide my feelings, my beliefs, whatever, you know. extremely conservative and Christian and you walk in here before you walk in you know it just from the flags and the signs and the stickers on the front door and when you walk in the atmosphere the environment and you know so people really gravitated to that too because very few businesses do that very few businesses speak their mind and put their beliefs out front um, instead of hiding them and cowering to appease the masses you know so I don't really, um, I'm not really here to make money. I'm here for my members and for my, my people that come here. So when I've hired people in the past that were money motivated, um, we just did, we weren't a good fit because, I, you know, I, honesty and integrity are, are huge to me. So if I leave my gym in your hands for a day or two and you're technically an employee or whatever, or you're, you know, and things aren't done the way that I want them done, then it's a problem to me. Not because I'm some kind of dictator or, you know, I rule with an iron fist, but 
this gym and this business and this environment was built on certain principles and safe certain ideas and certain beliefs and um if you're not in there if you're not in that then you're 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 operating on your own terms for yourself and you're motivated and they were motivated by the money and they were motivated which i get it some people you know you got to make a living some people they only do something because they're trying to make a living and uh if you're not fitting in then you know you're, you're out that's that's uh, i mean that's e the easiest way for me to put it and in the past i haven't really found anyone that really shared um my vision or my beliefs in how the the place needs to be maintained and run so that's yeah, why I think I, um, it, it's sometimes hard because as a business owner we're naturally probably going to be control freaks and nobody can do it better than us because it's our business and we know it better than anybody else um and you know on this like in my experience here i usually talk to two types of gym owners somebody who's like super money motivated they want to make all kinds of money they want this to be something that like makes a living for them and their family they're doing really good they don't have to spend a ton of time there and then like the second person that i talked to is like super motivated by helping clients helping people reach their goals seeing them get in a good workout and sometimes, I mean, there's people that are in the middle, but it sounds like you're way more motivated by your clients than you are money. Is that right? Yeah. I mean, I've had so many, you know, I can't tell you like, like I got off Facebook because I think Facebook's garbage and trash, but um, I still do run an Instagram page and, you know, just throughout, I mean, simple things just throughout like the 2020 election debacle, the, the COVID stuff, the lockdowns, the, the pandemic stuff. It's like, um, my page, I don't know if you looked at my Instagram or not, but my Instagram really, has very little to do with the gym and more to do with, you know, the rest of what's going on in the world. And, you know, I got, I had a lot of people, family, you know, my friends, really, some people said, well, maybe you shouldn't do that. You know, maybe you need to be a little more neutral on things. And, you know, you don't want to turn people off or prospective, you know, members and stuff. But I had so many messages on a daily basis from people that were members, non-members, people that just followed me, thanking me for what I was putting out, you know, telling me that they come to my page every day and they, they look at what I'm putting out because it's just, it keeps them positive. It's keeping them motivated. It's keeping them, you know, it's helping them through these, these horrible times. And then people come here and the train and they hang out and they tell, they come sit in my office with me and, and we talk for, you know, sometimes I'll sit in here with, for an hour or two with a member and just talking about whatever's going on in the world. And people come in here and they vent. And, um, you know, I've had members in the past that have called me and said, hey, look, you know, I'm going through a divorce. You know, I really can't afford it right now. It's just a really hard time. And I say, you know what? Get your ass in the gym and come train. When things settle, you know, when things settle down for you, we'll even up. You know, don't worry about it. Because it's, if you're going through a hard time and you're going through, you know, bad times and, you know, what else do you need more? You want out that was coming here and train. So why are you going to get rid of that? So, yeah, I'm, I'm not here to make money. I mean, I'm here to support my family, make a living, but I'm not motivated by money at all. Is this like your full-time gig right now? Yeah, this is all I do. Okay. I mean, it's a 24-hour gym. It's key access. You can sign up online. The gym can pretty much run itself, other than, you know, having to come in and clean. Um, I really don't have to be here, but, you know, I am. And I noticed that the business goes better when I'm here every day. <laughs> Um, even if nobody's coming in to sign up or whatever, it just seems like, you know, things run smoother when I'm here. So I try to be here as much as possible. Um, but yeah, this is all I'm doing. Yeah. Okay. So um, I kind of want to take a little turn here, ask you, you know, look at this space right now. How many members are you currently servicing? Uh, I'm probably fluctuate between 
between four and five right now. Okay. So, um, you know, is that a spot, Joe, where you're super comfortable, you feel good, or would you like to ideally have more faces, more members, help more people? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think if I could add another 100 members or so, I think um, it would, the space I'm in now, because like I, I got about 6,000 square feet, I am looking to expand and, um, and add a whole lot to what we offer. Um, so that's kind of the goal for the next over the next two years or so, uh, finding another space, something bigger, something where we can have a little more, you know, maybe some outdoor training areas and things like that. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I definitely would like to bring this to a, a much larger um, community of people because I think right now we're kind of tucked away. We got a cool little family here, but I think if it grew and we added some, you know, I want to add some uh, a whole fight game to it. I want to add some some high intensity training areas. I want to add some, you know, I mean, I want, I'd like to go, go get a couple acres and throw up a big warehouse space. So we got, you know, room to go out. We can build a hill and have hill sprints or have a track built or something, you know, just, I want to, I want it to be, um, it's already become a community here. It's already become like a, a family. And like I said, you know, when we were talking earlier, I think it's kind of a, a little badge of honor when people say they train here, um, which I'm humbled by, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, well, I'd like to I'd like to open this up bigger with more services and more things to bring more like-minded people together. Yeah, for sure. So when you look at that idea of you know growing, getting a bigger facility, obviously with a bigger facility, we're going to be able to help more people. And even currently in the current facility, you could probably fit some more people in there. Um, oh, what, yeah, is that growth, what is that growth process looking like? How do you find your clients? Honestly, the only things I do is uh, Instagram and word of mouth. I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm not a marketing guy. Um, I've had a lot of people approach me about advertising and marketing and stuff like that. I just, I, don't, I just don't feel it in my bones to do that. Like, I kind of like, I kind of like the way you know things are going. I mean, when I got people coming here and they're from another state and they're driving through and they're just like, man, we just kind of we're skimming Instagram profiles of gyms in the area and we're like, man, we got to get trained. Or when people come in and say, oh, i got some friends that train here and they've been talking about this place forever and I can't wait to come check it out. And that makes me feel good. It's like I don't really see the purpose of running print ads or radio commercials or I don't even know what people do anymore advertise, to be honest yeah. with you. Um, yeah. So, yeah, word of mouth and social media has pretty much worked out, you know, great for me. Yeah, word of mouth is great. In this industry, we love it. It's free. We don't have to do anything except for provide a quality service. And naturally, our members are going to talk um and we're gonna bring in new clients with that form of growth it's not really predictable we can't say like hey in the next two years we're gonna be able to what we're gonna welcome 205 members because we can't predict it um right. we can't no control idea. the speed at which people talk about us and so what i've seen a lot is that people are really utilizing social media to advertise digitally um, and it sounds like you have an organic social media presence. You're posting on there, reaching the people who follow you, their followers, things like that. Have you guys ever advertised on social media, put a dollar behind your post to reach people in the community? I did early on, um, probably in the first year or so I was here. Uh, you know, every time I 
if I post something or whatever, I always get that little pop up on Instagram or Facebook. You know, I used to, we used to be on Facebook, but I got off of that. You know, so I, I did pay a couple times to, I guess, what do they call it, boost an ad or something like that. But it wasn't really, um, I never run specials or anything like that or, you know, I just, it was just more of um, if I had an announcement to make, if we were on. If we, sorry about that. <laughs> uh, if we had an announcement to make or something, um, uh, sorry that threw me off. Um, I would boost the ad or something to let more people know about it. Like we used to do, uh, we had, we used to have a meeting here every Saturday night called Bibles and Barbells. It was um, one of our members who's actually local powerlifting coach, is also a youth pastor. So we started having a, um, a, a weekly Bible study here, and. Um, we would, you know, I would boost ads to promote that and everything like that. But uh, I've never really done advertising, you know. Yeah, I think the 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 reason why I think digital advertising and there's a difference between like running an ad campaign versus boosting. But the reason why I like the idea of the ad campaign is because we're able to reach people in the community that might not necessarily even know that you exist. They might not already know somebody right. that goes to your gym. But they could be like looking to have a place where they can train um, with a barbell. They might be looking for a place that they can go in and like be surrounded by other like like you said early on like like-minded people. Um, and so that's why I love the idea of digital advertising because we're really able to reach our community. And I mean, honestly, our community, as unfortunate as it is, spending a lot of time online lately. So if we right. can reach them in a place where they're spending their time. Um, it, it's perfect for us, but I want to ask you kind of a loaded question here. And that is, you know, Joe, if you were to look at your business where it currently stands and then, you know, I could hand you a magic wand and say, boom, you've reached all of your goals. Um, you know, Covington athletic club is exactly where you want it to be. Um, what would that picture look like for you? Um, I think it would look like a 12,000 square foot warehouse on about two acres of land um, with a very open floor space with all of everything I have in here now, a nice good weight room, a good powerlifting area, a good uh, high intensity area, um, a ring for the fighters, uh, you know, multiple avenues of fight training, jiu-jitsu, MMA, karate for the kids. I would have um, a massage therapist, a chiropractor on site. I would have uh, cryo, I would have sauna, I would have, um, you know, cold tubs. I think I would have a, a full-on one-stop shop under one roof, basically, um, of, you know, uh, bodybuilders, powerlifters, combat sports, um, things like that, so. Yeah, so what has to happen within the business right now for that to become a reality here down the road? <laughs> uh, the economy needs to change and interest rates need to go down on property. <laughs> um, really, uh, first off, the biggest thing we're, you know, is finding the right spot, because this gym's been here since 2011 and um some of the people that have come here have been coming here since then uh so i think finding the right location would be key and finding the amount of land and property that i would like but um 
I think really finding the right location and just having the right the right um, financial opportunity as far as whether we had investors or whether you know however that happened. But that would be that's the biggest hurdle right now is, is finding the location and then finding the money to to grow. So as business stands right now, like in this moment in time, would it be realistic for you to make the change if the right opportunity like presented itself today? Right now, um, yeah, I mean, if we had the right opportunity, if we found the right piece of land and we have the financial uh, financials to get it done, I mean, I could, you know, I could have this place moved in a weekend, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I, it's, I, I still have some time left on my lease here. So uh, that's kind of where the timeline is in my mind is, is working off of what I have left on my lease. Uh, and be, if we're going to make that move to be ready to make the move once once my first term is up. But it's that's not written in stone because, you know, the, the climate and the way things are going with real estate, and the interest rates and everything right now, um, I don't even know if it's going to be doable unless, you know, some of that changes. Yeah, for sure. Well, I'm really excited to see this is able to grow up for you, Joe. Um, and hopefully, you know, you can bring that to fruition here in the future. Um, can you share your website or your Instagram page where our listeners can go to check out what you have to offer? Yeah, the website is just CovingtonAthleticLove.com. Um, that's really just membership stuff, uh, membership information. It, that's some pictures of the place on there. But Instagram is just Covington Athletic Club. Um, and that's pretty much where I do all most of my, you know, correspondence and photos and stuff like that you can see some you know videos and pictures of the gym and we've had a lot of photo shoots and stuff like that here before so all that's on there as well awesome well thank you so much for being here today um for sharing your insight in the industry listeners thanks guys for tuning in don't forget if you want to stay notified about future episodes hit like and subscribe and if you want to join us for an episode here at the gym lords podcast fill out the link in the description and we will be in touch with you soon as always until next time Jim Lords out. Thank you so much for listening. If you found this content valuable, here's four ways we can help you grow your gym for free. One, grab a free copy of Alex Ramosi's best-selling book, Gym Launch Secrets at alexsbook.com. Two, join our free Facebook group at alexsgroup.com. Three, if you're a gym owner, you can apply to be on the podcast by emailing us at podcast at gymlaunch.com. Four, leave us a five-star review so we can gain access to more gym owners and bring those lessons back to you. And as always, tap that button and subscribe to this podcast for more.